Hello everyone, welcome to the Bitch and Brew podcast episode number three, brought to you as ever by Randon's Reviews. I am your MC, Danny Randon, and I thank you for joining me as I make it over the three podcast hump. Uh, it feels all the more real, but uh, definitely all the more exciting now we have three of these out there. Uh, someone who would know just how awesome it feels to complete three episodes of a podcast and therefore automatically become an expert and a tastemaker in the field, uh, is my guest on this edition of The Bitch and Brew. Uh, for he is not only a stellar musician, he's uh, a fellow podcaster, and just a very good-humoured, charming, all-round wonderful man. His name is Ross Drummond. He plays guitar and sings in an up-and-coming band from London called Cheap Meat. Uh, they're an alt-rock three-piece who I've been very blessed to work with over at Hassle Records over the last year or so. Uh, but Ross also does host uh, 1990s Problems, which is a podcast he hosts with Ali Plum, who you may know as Radio 1's go-to guy for films. Uh, we do talk in this podcast a little bit about the uh, art of podcasting and how to hold an audience over an extended period of time like they do uh, time and time again over at 90s Problems, uh, but we definitely do stray off into some pretty random territories. There's lots of chat about Mexican food, uh, something which Ross and I share uh, a lot of love for. We also talk about uh, things like American Pie and film soundtracks. Oh, oh, and we also talk about his new podcast, which is about Van Halen. So if you're a Van Halen fan, you may want to continue listening. Even if you're not a Van Halen fan, we will probably slalom into something more up your street. Um, before we dive in, I do just want to say that I did take a bit of a punt when it came to recording the podcast where we did. Uh, it is in a cafe in the middle of Southampton City Centre. Uh, it's a great little spot called The Notes. And uh, because I just use my iPhone, uh, I don't currently have access or funding to uh, like top-of-the-range recording or editing equipment. So there is a bit of background noise. Um, but in hindsight, listening back to it, I kind of like the atmosphere it creates. You don't have deadly silence in coffee shops, not even quiet ones. So, you know, and that's where a lot of conversations are held. I took, you know, such a punt on it that when Ross had to go for a sound check because Cheap Meat were in town opening for Boy Jump Ship, uh, I had a bit of a, a fuck it moment and we took the podcast out into the street and on the go back to the venue. Um, I was anxious as hell about how the recording was going to come out, but I like the background noise. I think it adds something. It feels a little bit more organic, but uh, don't worry. You can hear everything we say with no issues. Um, this is where I'm going to shut my face. Enjoy Bitch and Brew number three with Ross Drummond. You know, you know what I always thought would be a really, really cool way to start this podcast? Go on then, what would that be? Is, I know you're a massive Van Halen fan. Yeah. And I always thought it'd be really cool if you took like, uh, like mugs and cups or even just the table and like with your guests you would drum out the intro to Hop Teacher. Oh yeah, you Because you have the... I don't know, it's like... I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the phone on the table. This is and gonna then, make great okay, audio. So, so it'd be like, it's so, That's it, yeah. 
<laughs> I feel like that was bad tempo, but we got there in the end. I might try this as the intro for like every podcast now. I feel like you would probably have to play Hot for Teacher to a lot of people. Do you not think? Really? It's like one of the best rock. It's one of the. I big... mean, it's incredible, but I don't know. Like, I can't imagine. I don't know. Maybe Muncie girls listen to Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they do. <laughs> maybe they do. Maybe this. Maybe, maybe, maybe they maybe do. Maybe like, try and become like tr- create like a closet Van Halen network. Oh, absolutely. Like, hidden people we can all hang out with to Van Halen to talk about it. You do a Van Halen podcast. Tell me about your Van Halen so podcast. Do, it's called Ain't Talking About Van Halen, the Van Halen podcast. Cool. Uh, and at the moment, so we started, we've just done our second episode, we're going album by album. Just trying to do the definitive guide to everything Van Halen. So when you've done all the albums, because how many albums do they have now? Uh from the spot now I don't know off the top of my head I reckon there's about 13, 14 records and then we've got there's two autobiographies oh okay uh, there's obviously David Lee Roll's autobiography Sammy Hagar's autobiography and then I mean like, I can I'm sure that I can find that plenty of material to talk <laughs> about Van Halen it will not be an issue is the David Lee Roth one the one where he's like holding the crazy from the heat yeah, crazy he's holding the a girl holding like lady. The yeah absolutely yeah. Beach, yeah. he's got like talking about him waking up just covered in nothing but money and there's like, right. strippers and things like that everywhere it's very decadent. Have you ever have you ever seen the? You've seen, I'm, I'm sure you've seen the film American Pie, right? Yes. When when was the when was the last time you watched it? It's funny. We were driving back last night uh, from St Albans, and we had our respective girlfriends in our car and wife, in Matt's case, um, and we listened to the American Pie soundtrack. American Pie Two is on Spotify. Yes. The American Pie One soundtrack is not available anywhere. The American Pie Two soundtrack was one of the first albums I ever owned. It's it's like. Not great, but it's, it oh, no, yes. it's got like I think it's got. Has it got one week by Bare Naked Ladies in it? Uh, no, that's, that the one? One. that's the first one. That's the first one. That's that's like the end scene where he's like uh, doing the doing the actual striptease, the proper striptease oh, for Nadia right. yeah, on yeah, webcam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I remember like the American Pie Two soundtrack had some really obscure stuff on it. It's like, got some weird stuff on it. Is it lit on it? Is that American Pie Two? Yeah, I think yeah yeah I think that was on it and um, like. And that, that was in the reunion film, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Blink-182 are in American Pie. Blink-182, every time I look for you, the sun goes right, down, yeah. which is Thank a wicked album track. Great, yeah, yeah. Um, Cheating by Jettingham. That's right, we like, listened to that literally, last night. I, I never heard of them before. I've never heard of Jettingham, but that song was a banger. I've never heard of them since either, <laughs> no. Jettingham. I think one band who are like criminally overshadowed these days, uh, Phoenix TX. Absolutely, they played not that long ago, they did a tour. Phoenix no TX. I think it was Phoenix TX, and I want to say Circus Survive. Oh. Or maybe it was Anthony Green solo. Oh. That was a, there was a cheeky tour there. Isn't Anthony Green doing his stuff with Seosin again now? He's doing his stuff with Seosin. Which is, I find weird to say he's doing it again, because he never really did it in the first place. He did one EP with him and then yeah. bolted. <laughs> right? That's the story. That I think so. I mean, I don't really know so much about, like, so when, when did I. So Seosin, I remember. They did an EP. With, Anthony Green did an EP with Seosin, and they got signed, and they were about to maybe go out on a tour. Yeah. And their first, like, headline tour, or they were about to do so, or record their debut album, and Anthony Green was like, I'm out. So then he started Circus Survive. Oh, okay. So who was their singer around, like, Voices Era? Like, I have absolutely no idea. No. Because I've see... never listened to Sayson, but I'm a massive Circus Survive <laughs> fan. Anthony Green, I love. He's great. And, yeah, I saw Circus Survive in their first ever UK tour. Which shows my age, but that was, I saw... That was 2000, and I'm going to say four. So Jaturn had just come out, and it was a headlining tour for... No, it must have been 2000... 
Because, yeah, it was Motion City Soundtrack had just come out with Commit This to Memory. Right, yeah. So it was Commit This to Memory headline tour, not the reunion 10th anniversary tour of the original. It was them. So it was Motion City Soundtrack headlining, a band who I absolutely love, who I think are criminally underrated, called Copeland. Copeland? Yeah. yeah. Never heard we of were them. Signed, they were signed... Uh, they were like... They kind of... It was weird. They kind of got banded in with like a Christian rock. I think the singer is Christian. But oh, okay. They weren't a Christian rock band. Yeah. And they did some really interesting stuff. I'd check out Copeland. There's an album they did called In Motion and another one called Eat, Sleep, Repeat. Um, and it is fucking wicked. Yeah. Um, Six Survive opened it. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, Six Survive's open to it. And I, uh, I've seen them a bunch of times. They're great. <laughs> but yeah, I heard, we actually listened to the new sayings and stuff the other day and it was pretty good. So is Anthony Green recording with them again? Yeah, they just you... released an album after putting it out. Oh, okay. I haven't heard it, but is it out or is it... It is out. It I is believe out. so. Yeah, there's a bunch of tracks. Pete was listening to it in the band. We were watching it because we both love his voice. Mm. And Matt was like, who is this? And I was like, oh, it's Anthony Green. He's like, oh, I don't like that guy's voice. <laughs> so we were like, I feel like I have a synergy with dudes that have high singing voices. We, we yeah. We, we, <laughs> we, never, we never actually introduced this, uh, this edition of the podcast. So. We didn't. Tell me a little bit about what is in your cup right now. I'm ask you. Well, that's a very personal question. Uh, <laughs> drinking very, I've only very, it's actually very recently started drinking hot drinks because I'm a strange man. Right. Uh, should I introduce myself? I'm Ross Drummond. You're Ross Drummond. You uh, are the singer and guitarist of the band Cheap Meat. We're currently on tour with Boy Jump Ship. It's our last show with them tonight. And I'm drinking green tea. It's yes. like a new thing for me. We're but, here uh, at the, the Notes. The Notes, which is a cafe in Southampton I've never been to it's before. very nice, actually. They do some nice staff. vegetable smoothies they from the... Very concerned about the amount of milk that was going to be in your tea. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, um, and they, they let me pour the milk in myself, which I think is like... I don't know what tea etiquette is. There's a lot of rules and rituals around tea. So you've only just gotten into hot drinks. Hot, look at me, Hell. I'm nursing this very poorly. I'm going to try and take a sip. And it's just kind it's, of too it's hot. Too much it's like right watching now. a child discover uh, sort of like solid food for the first time. <laughs> me trying to drink tea is... <laughs> yeah, with trepidation. Before we were going to tour, every morning we've been staying in travel lodges. Yeah. And I've been making a cup of green tea for each of us. I was trying to bring a flask of tea. And then, because I'm a moron and don't know how hot things work, uh, try to drink out of a very hot... I didn't realise you're supposed to pour it into another... Yeah, yeah. Uh, so these are sort of amateur mistakes I'm making as a man in his 20s, oh, mid to late 20s. So, yeah, it's you know, slightly pathetic, but we're here and I'm enjoying it. So, interestingly enough, was green tea kind of the entry point for you or did you kind of like build it up I over heard, the last well, few Well, I didn't want it... So, I don't want it for many reasons. Just come a bit weird. Also obsessed with, like... Uh, not getting fat. I don't want to have anything that I have to add milk or sugar to. And I figured, like, green tea, I won't get fat drinking green tea. Yeah. Because it's like, doesn't, I don't add milk, I don't add sugar in it. And those are the things that I would get. I'm a very addictive personality, so I yeah. drink Diet Coke like it's going out of fashion. <laughs> it's like a very dangerous amount of Diet Coke in my body at most times. It's like green tea, it's got a lot of caffeine in it, it's got more caffeine in it, I think, than yeah. normal tea. So I was like, so still get the fix. Get up and go for the show, the you know? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, tonight's going to be a great show and I've had my green tea. Well, for a man who says you're concerned about your health, the amount of, like, barbecue places and yeah. burrito places and wherever I mean, you've been eating on tour, I mean, I know it's tough to actually get, like, healthy food on we've tour. Been, yeah, we ate, where do we eat this tour? We've eaten, we ate, like, a barbecue place in York. 
We ate at Oaxaca in Liverpool, so that was lovely. So what is this? We got one opening in Southampton soon. No, Oaxaca is Mexican food, but like proper Mexican food. Like well, tapas or so tapas is Spanish food. Okay. Uh, Oaxaca. Sorry. (laughs) Tapas is in like. the culinary section of our show so like I'm using my hands to explain things it doesn't work but you know when you get lots of little plates of food yeah, like yeah. tapas yeah. well they do like it's like street food so you get like three tacos three quesadillas and you can order loads of little plates and you all share it and it all comes out at different times and it's fucking delicious the woman that started Oaxaca won the, maybe one of the very first master chefs oh okay when it got relaunched right and she started Oaxaca she went to Mexico learned how to cook that's so cool. Oaxaca's great. If you're listening, Oaxaca, please give us some free food. <laughs> spent a lot of my money in there. I should probably like put in a disclaimer about the fact that we're not sponsored by the Notes Cafe in no, Southampton. Not, nor are we sponsored by Oaxaca. That was nor not are we sponsored that by was Oaxaca. A joyous fan. I had to say that last time about hobnobs. I'm, I feel bad. I didn't bring hobnobs. Today. I mean, I'm slightly offended. But it's okay. I feel like we couldn't bring them here. It's a bit too high end. I know. You have I popcorn. Know. There, there's, some, there's some vegan popcorn here, which is... Yeah, I don't know even... How, what does that even mean? I don't know. How do you make vegan... Popcorn is vegan. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, it isn't if you put Slather, butter on it. Slather, of course. Yeah, and that's the only way you can really have popcorn. I'm so, not a toffee popcorn kind of guy. No? You want to go toffee popcorn? No, I'm butter on, like... I can probably... Salt? Just salted? about Salted, or, like, I can probably just about hack sweep, but butter, butter's where it's at. Yeah? So, I don't think I would go butter. What would you go? I'd go sweet. Yeah. I'd go toffee popcorn, actually. you go toffee? I've got a very oh, sweet man, tooth. really? Yeah, sorry. You were very disappointed when you said that. <laughs> no, I feel bad that I didn't miss it. I feel like I should buy you, like, a brownie or something. No, don't worry about that. What do we have? We actually, terribly, today, talking about the amount of shit we put in our bodies. I ate KFC before we came here, so oh, that's dude. a shame. Yeah, it's a tough, tough time. Yeah, I think I'm going to need to go scout out of KFC after this now. Or a subway. We're, we've got to eat fresh. Got to eat fresh. Badly uh, chopped lettuce. <laughs> I love that. That's such a weird thing to pull out of all the awful things at subway. You're like, the lettuce. The lettuce the is level badly chopped. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I'm getting cold. Hold on a sec. I think this is probably my bad. It's cool. Me where I, oh, no, it's not. I don't know who that number is. There you go. It's rock and roll. I'm just getting a water meter installed in my house. Fast times at Drum and Tide. Absolutely. It is kicking off. Uh, so, I think what I was going to say was Oaxaca. Like, I've, yeah. never, I've, I've never been, but... Get on it, mate. Yeah, no, I think... Is it really bad that I'm a little bit pissed off that they haven't spelt Oaxaca right? How do you spell Oaxaca? I've so Oaxaca is like a, a town in, or it's like a city. I don't know if it, which... I feel like maybe it's yeah. like a Spanish it's a, pla- it's a place in Mexico. Right. And... Um, it's in the tequila region, I think. Okay. And so I only know this because I watch basically like a whole series on the Good Food Network where there's right. like New, uh, New Zealand chef called Peter Curavita. Right. Uh, did like a tour of Mexico and basically had like all the Mexican food and all the tequila and all the mezcal. Right. And uh, Oaxaca was one of his sort of pit stops. But he, he's a weird one. He did like a Christmas special at home with his kids in New Zealand. Didn't okay. He? Instead of like, you know, what we would do over here, which is have a roast, they're like, it's Christmas, so we're going to go down to the beach and uh, barbecue, barbecue a big fuck-off barramundi. Like, wow, that sounds incredible. Let's do that. I'd rather have that instead. Yeah. I would, uh, yeah, I mean, also just always have Mexican food. Yeah, they, they've got it down. If they got, yeah. It's cheap, it's filling, it's fairly healthy. Yeah. Well, you can't go wrong. Yeah, exactly. There's no poorly chopped lettuce. <laughs> there is no poorly chopped. Although someone put lettuce in my burrito in London once, and you're like, happy with that. I'm no, I don't. 
Let's just say the burrito. Just green in general? No, no, no. Salad? Yeah, no, I, I like salad. Okay. I like salad. I had a very nice salad today. Sure. Thank you for asking. Yeah, well, my pleasure. <laughs> no, I don't know. Just lettuce and a burrito. I don't really... Like, I get peppers and... Uh, what, what else did I... It's been so long since I've had a burrito. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, you get your, your meat or filling. You get your beans. You get your pinch rice. Pinch of beans. You get your rice. Or black beans. Black beans. Yeah, 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 sure. Then uh, you've got the guac tax. Guac. Guac tax. Guac is extra. Uh, and then, yeah, you get lettuce. Like salad, lettuce. And then sauces. But you, you, you grimaced. I was a little bit horrified when I, when I bit into burrito really? and thought... Anyway. I don't find that unusual. I don't know what they're doing to the burritos in Southampton. Whether they're just removing what, in my eyes, would be an essential part of the makeup of a burrito. I don't know. Maybe I should just have a. Have a have what if you had a taco? When you like, when you used to eat really shit old El Paso kits, that's got lettuce. You put they put lettuce on the packet, tell you to buy a bit of lettuce. Yeah, but we're we're a bit weird at my house. We put like potato wedges in our fajitas and stuff. I mean, yeah, fine. If that's the way you're gonna live your life, Danny. I can't help you, buddy. Crush up some Doritos. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Oh, right. so you're basically just eating Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I never went to Taco Bell when don't. I was out in the states. Uh, don't. You'll instantly get dysentery and regret it. <laughs> Sounds a bit grim. Mm. Although I've heard that Del Taco out in the states is even worse than Taco Bell. Yeah, I wouldn't ever eat. I mean, fast food in America is pretty horrific for the most part, but. Taco Bell. Do you know the comedian Neil Hamburger? Neng rings a bell. He's like a, he's got an anti-comedian, and he uh, on his Twitter will probably once a week just retweet everyone that said Taco Bell got them sick, and it's just like this torrent of like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm sick again from Taco Bell. Oh, right. I'm sick again from Taco Bell. It's pretty funny. We're quite lucky actually. I know, regardless of your views on McDonald's, in the UK, McDonald's is about as good as you'll get in the world. I think McDonald's is the most... No, mate. McDonald's in the States, you get your burger in 13 seconds. Yeah, yeah you get it quick, but it's not fucking... It's like mystery meat, you know what I mean? Like, oh, in yeah. the UK, we actually have to have fairly nice... Fairly nice is a strong word. Uh, but, like, semi... Or try to have semi-decent food laws. So yeah. I think you don't get the worst thing in the world served to you. But in America, there's a place... When you drive from LA to San Francisco... They call it Cowschwitz. Right. Which is this... So, it seems slightly distasteful, but... Yeah, I mean, it is, but I didn't name it. Um, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. And it's horrific. You smell it before you see it. It's just this fields and fields of animals, just like mass, you know, overconsumption, just like killing of animals. It stinks. It's, it's horrific. Oh, God. And uh, that's what you eat when you eat burgers in America, so it's not good. Don't I, I'm surprised they didn't. I'm surprised they didn't cover this on Super Size Me. I don't know if. They, yeah, they definitely have on some other shows. Um, but yeah, Cash is bad. Would not recommend. We've gone off on a hell of fucking. We had didn't it? Got dark there for a second. <laughs> it's interesting you say about comedy because yeah, it's good. It's a, good tangent. I like it. No, it's, a, it's like a fellow podcaster. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, I'm always intrigued by your views on on comedy in this yeah. day and age because podcast. Uh, I love. Comedy, I probably love comedy more than I love music. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I listen to more podcasts and stand-up comedy albums than I do al- actual records, I think. Who, who do you love, then? Is like My favourite comedian is David Cross. Oh, yeah. David Cross' stand-up is incredible. He's doing a tour in the UK. He's just done an American tour called Make America Great Again, and he's playing two dates in London. He's the Union Chapel and Kennish Town Forum. So I'm gonna, I've got tickets to see him at Union Chapel. He's incredible. Oh, wow. 
But yeah, American comedians. I used to, the Soho Theatre in London gets loads of really good American comics. Yeah. So like Todd Barry, Eugene Merman, who you'd know as Eugene Merman is uh, the voice of the little guy, the little lad in Bob's Burgers. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's Eugene Merman. Uh, Louis C.K. Love saw, Louis C.K. I saw Louis C.K. in London about four years ago, maybe see, a bit longer. I'd love to see him live, but all he's ever doing when he's over here is like the O2. Yeah, I, I didn't realise so how th- fucking big he is. Yeah, he's here. huge. I saw him before that, just by, purely by accident. I was like, oh, it's one of those so theaters at Louis C.K. I was like, oh, I'll just go check that out. And then, yeah, it was like a hundred people there. Jeez. It was amazing. Yeah, he's incredible. Um... Yeah, him, who else? Like Jimmy Pardo is also probably my favourite ever comedian. He's a podcast called Never Not Funny. I feel like if anybody ever listened to Never Not Funny and heard my stage patter, they would see that see me for the true fraud that I am. <laughs> I just want to be Jimmy Pardo. You just ripped him off. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, was it good artists? It's, in, it's interesting with podcasts, though, because obviously when you do 1990s problems... 1990s problems, yeah. It's what, like an hour and a half, two hours I mean, long? It's too long, yeah. We too just long. ramble. Yeah, absolutely. We try and yeah we do that and it, because that's the thing it's free and you don't have an editor which is dangerous really you should probably you yeah know, we don't have any some people do heavily edit their podcasts or have sections we try and have a bit of structure but sometimes it can feel a bit too stilted if you do it like that which, mm. you know, but yeah so we do that and then when I do in talking about Van Halen we do it we kind of go through like what was going on before the recording you know you kind of have a bit of Hmm. But yeah, I guess because it's free and it's easy to do, relatively, you yeah. can do it well, like we're doing it, or you can do it in a very much like radio setup. Yeah, yeah, you can get different results. So absolutely, and I think obviously the length of the podcasts and sort of carrying a narrative as yeah. such, or like several different narratives uh, over the space of an hour and a half, two hours. I mean, because you do like one. T- so 1990s problems, you sort of focus on a different... We do a different TV show. Different TV shows 90s. or like, yeah. So I, I've, I've, I tuned in for the for the Live and Kicking one. Yeah. Because I grew up around the that. Live and Kicking. The best one I could say to listen to is the Grange Hill one because we've got my friend Kate Bell on it who was in Grange Hill. No way. So she gives us some inside info on what it was like to be on set of Grange Hill. It's Grange Hill the one with... And Decker, is that Biker Grove? That's Biker Grove. Biker, yeah, yeah. Biker. Yeah, yeah. I'll do my best boy jump ship impression. Uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah, that was Biker Grove. Grinch Hill, I think, lasted longer than Biker Grove. It, it pre-dated the 90s. I think it started, in the 80, it started in the 80s, and then it ended in the noughties. So it's like, we had to do we had a few technical, we did Round the Twist, and Round the Twist did like two seasons in the 90s and one in the 80s. So we're like, right, we have to bend the rules a bit. But for the sake of doing good shows it's kind yeah. of how we did it Power Rangers but it's weird because everyone's obsessed with the 90s now I guess it's, it's been long Power enough Power Rangers is back now isn't Power Rangers it? is back Power Rangers is back they're doing like a spin-off oh no wait I did realise the other day Malcolm in the Middle actually didn't start until 2000 I know so. yeah, it's a naughty show yeah um, yeah Power Rangers back a segue there Power Rangers the end of the original Power Rangers movie is this Dreams by Van Halen which is off First Sammy Hagar Rear album. So there you go, you got the, you got the connections. <laughs> All that shit is connected. Um, and what, what I was going to say was the length of the podcast. I think it's like a great way to sort of. Because my, my attention span is quite short. Sure. Uh, and so if something doesn't capture me immediately Absolutely. in this in this day and age I don't think I'm alone in saying that atten- my attention span is shit. And I think part of that is down to things like Vine. Yeah. And comedians using Vine to 
basically bring a three-minute sketch into so fine, six, six seconds. Six seconds. That's crazy. And I think, like, I, I don't I don't have the app. So what I do is I watch like those twenty-minute Vine compilations oh, on YouTube, yeah, yeah. and I find that I watch those, and the, yeah, it's so like blink, blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. yeah, blink and you'll miss it. And I think those destroyed my attention span. So like, I think going back I to podcasts, the yacht, the yacht of today, the youth of today is. We were playing a bunch of shows, and even like girls right at the front or boys, no gender bias, but just checking their fucking phone whilst yeah. like a band is playing right in front of them. Um, which is fucking depressing. Yeah. That you can't live in the moment for... I mean, maybe we're a really boring life. I don't think we are. But fuck, if you can't just chill out, like, enjoy yourself <laughs> for 20 minutes, lose yourself for a minute, you know? It's yeah. kind of a bummer, so... So does that put pressure on you to go, okay, so what, what fucking song are we going to open with tonight? Well, well yeah. I mean, we start with a song that has cowbell on it. I don't know how much more, in, you know, like, you can grab someone in with a bit of fun cowbell in there. I, I mean, I'm a drummer, so, you know, I know that we cowbell... Had, we had you at cowbell. Yeah, you, you <laughs> had me, you had yeah. me at, uh, we, we start with, and then I knew the cowbell was coming, so, like... <laughs> yeah, so... Cowbell and it's a fast song it's like a minute 58 seconds I don't remember this song being on the EP so you guys are obviously playing some stuff that's yeah, yeah, not we're probably, on the EP we're playing I think we're playing a nine song set and we've got four songs on the EP yeah so we play the EP obviously gotta fucking pedal your wares um, <laughs> and then we're playing five new songs four of which we have recorded that are yet to be released. Yeah. Yeah, so we, no, correction, eight songs. We're playing half a song, yeah. Everything we're playing at the moment has been recorded, which is not released yet. Yeah. We've got to go, well, actually, we're going to go and mix it after this tour. That's cool. Know, and then before we go on tour a decade, so... I didn't even know you guys had been in the studio. We have. Like... We have, yeah. So we've got four new tracks to record, and then hopefully, because we're playing 2000 Trees, uh, and we're playing this Fort Fest. I think we're hopefully going to put yeah. a single over this summer or the end of summer. Trees is going to be such a good weekend. I'm very isn't excited it? about that. Have yeah. you? Oh, like the lineup. My my favourite band of all time Who's is that? Ash. I love Ash as well. I don't think enough people appreciate it. That's a criminally underrated band in this day and age. I mean, this is a band yeah, that headlined Glastonbury yeah. impromptu. Yeah, they're when, incredible. Yeah, they have 1977. Obviously, absolute classic. Turned Cold 20 the other day. It's insane. Um, and then, what's their other big? God, I can see the artwork. Free old angels. Free old angels. It's yeah. Got shining light on it, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I walked my mum down the aisle to an Ash song. That's amazing. Yeah. What yeah. song? Uh, it's burn, like burn, a song. baby burn. <laughs> <laughs> Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> no, um, I walked her down the aisle like when they did these this A to Z series of singles like around 2007. Oh yeah, I remember that. There was that one called Arcadia. Okay. Uh, so I walked her down the aisle to that. That's nice. And then they signed the register of the Star Wars theme tune. Brilliant. Yeah. That's not an Ash song. That is not an Ash song, but they have done it. No, no, no. They did the Cantina Band theme. So I saw Ash at the Roundhouse in 2008. Okay. And they were doing uh, 1977 in its entirety. Wow. And I think the night before they did it at the Astoria. But I went to see it at the Roundhouse. Yeah. And about five minutes before they came on stage, they basically got a load of guys in, like, a Darth Vader outfit and Stormtroopers to right. just walk out on stage and have their pictures taken. It okay. seemed a bit weird, like, thinking about it now, but, like, so I was, like, 13 around that time, so, you know. 
to just see Darth Vader and Stormtroopers on stage. Pretty intense. At my favourite band. At the first Sounds time like I've seen my favourite band. like a lot of colliding for you out there. Yeah, and then they did the Cantina Band theme, and that was like... Have you ever looked like there's? I know there's like YouTube loops that have just the same. They have, there's a cantina loop of, for like an hour. It's pretty good. This is the sort of shit that destroys my attention. Yeah, well, there's that one. My favorite one is the best one is at the moment. I love when I'm feeling sad is Axl Rose going, "Give me some reggae." <laughs> just that, and then he does a little dance for an hour. No. Yeah. I think we'll talk. We, I'll send you a tweet. I'll send you a yeah. link to it. We got to watch this after, yeah, after we stop recording. I probably think we probably have to go. Actually, dude. Yeah. We've got to do some sound checking. That's cool. That's cool. Do you want to walk and talk? Let's walk and talk. We can walk and talk. Yeah, this is the first on the Bitch and Brew podcast. <laughs> this is cool because, like, this back, I feel like a back, journalist trying to uh, politician trying to escape. Like. Background noises, like, uh, I think are pretty cool. Like, it's quite edgy now. Yeah. I think, like, I was just listening today to, uh, to like, um, you, you know, Scroobius Pip? Mm-hmm. I was listening to his Distraction Very Pieces podcast. podcast. Yeah, 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 wicked. He just did an episode with Kathy Bates. Amazing. Which, you know, comedy. She's yeah. an absolute legend. Absolutely. And they're just sat there in her kitchen. You just hear her lighter going all the time. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah, she smokes like a motherfucker. Uh, and you hear a dishwasher in the background. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That's the atmosphere, we're hear isn't that, it? The sound you don't. Of Portsmouth. So, are there any other sort of uh, subjects that you want to branch out into with your podcasts, or do you think two's enough? Uh, I actually, we're talking about it. Do you know the TV show Nashville? That's the one that's all like uh, the country music. Absolutely. I and it's with Connie, Connie Britton. love, Pete and I absolutely love Nashville. It's just maybe the worst. It's like so bad, but it's so. <laughs> I don't love it and I, in an ironic way either. It's not like, ha look at this. I'm just yeah, like, you, I'm 100% committed to these characters. The songs are great, but they're not. I know they're, the songs aren't great. Are you a big country music man? Not particularly, no. I mean, like, I love Johnny Cash. I had a big phase in my teenage years listening to Johnny Cash. Um, but not, you know, I used to love all the American recordings. And there's all the, the box set that they put out of all the outtakes. is incredible. But, um... He's the man. The fucking man in black. But yeah, Nashville is just great. It's like Hayden Panettiere. Yeah, yeah, from Heroes. Uh, yeah, and Connie Britton, who is in West Wing and American Horror Story. Ameri- so much crazy shit happens. Steven Tyler. There's loads of cameos in it as well. Steven Tyler, Dan Arbuck from the Black Keys. There's millions. I, a part of me could do a Nashville podcast. Do you think that it's got like enough grounding over here to? Absolutely not. But I don't. <laughs> that's not grounds <laughs> for anyone starting a fucking podcast. I mean Van Halen. Uh, you know. That, I mean. That's... It's scary when we started the Van Halen podcast. The amount of people that look for stuff like that on the internet, and Van Halen fans are fucking vicious. Really. They're not nice. Well, no, that's unfair for me to say they're not all. But there's like some hardcore Van Halen fans who are very vocal on the internet. When we started doing it, just these random people. Starts adding us, tweeting us. They just look for the word Van Halen on the internet, and then millions of people. It's a weird one for me because, like, I wouldn't put Van Halen necessarily. I mean, I put them in the sort of festival headliner realm. You you get those guys in to play Download, and yeah, well, uh, I mean, they played Donington, Monsters of Rock, you know, that was Van Halen, that was the yeah. peak of the powers. But, but today, like, I would probably say they could probably pull off Download headliner. I would, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's weird, I don't know, it's kind of like one of those bands that have a strange legacy, I suppose, and it's very American-centric, but I travelled to Canada to see them, <laughs> and I spent more money on the ticket 
to see them than I did on the flight to get there. So Jeez. that was like hardcore level the most, fandom. The most distance I've travelled to get to a gig is Bristol. Well, mate, who was that? The Wild Hearts. Oh, all right. Yeah. Why? Well, they just didn't play anywhere near it? No, oh, no, we just, bands. like, me and my dad had this thing for a little while. I was like, yeah, let's go to, like, different cities and check out different venues there. And Okay. Wow. That's cool. Where were we playing? I've not played in Bristol before. Bristol's we lovely. We a music video in Bristol. In a green, stu- green screen studio. The oh, green screen you studio. You could definitely not tell that was green screen. <laughs> <laughs> when there's, like, 20 Ross yeah. Drummonds no, in no. one shot. It was a very, very slow shooting process. It looks like you had a lot of fun, though. It was a lot of fun. It was it's so quick. We, like, shot that video in record time. It took, like... I think we got there... I don't know, like, ten? And we were out by three. Shit, man. Five-hour shoot. So I think for music videos... Well, I think it was only a performance, but our label being like, that was fucking easy. <laughs> it was great. So, yeah. Long may that rain on. There's a guy jumping in a bin... That's great. Bin jumper. Bin jumper, classic. Well, we're nearly here now. It's yeah. the end of, end it's of the podcast. The, it's the end of Bitch and Brew, episode number three. three. We made it over the three podcast Holy times. Shit. Congratulations, it's my lucky number. Oh. So well, I hope that the background noise didn't make it completely unbearable. That's cool. It's cool. I quite like the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah it's like a Radio 4 kind of on the beat. Yeah. Vibe, right? Kind of the investigative investigative ju- I, I always struggle saying that it's word qu- it's hard investigative yeah Is that, am I saying that correctly yeah yeah I think so oh thanks well neither of us fucking know what we're doing <laughs> alright so that's bitch and brew number three officially in the bag uh, like I said at the beginning we're officially now over the three podcast hump as well so we're talking serious business uh, thank you to Ross Drummond for his uh, time his good humor and uh, just his devotion in the name of podcasting he's a wonderful man you can uh, subscribe to both of his podcasts on itunes 1990s problems is the one that he does with ali plum from radio one about tv shows from the 90s uh, obviously massive nostalgia vibes there that you uh, that you just can't resist and uh, also ain't talking about van halen the van halen podcast oh, sorry i said that in an incredibly west sussex way it's ain't talking about van halen Uh, the Van Halen podcast interestingly enough uh, we didn't mention it in the recording he told me before I before we started but uh, he actually um co-hosts the show with the bloke who does the voice of uh Churchill as in the insurance dog a very funny comedian called uh Stephen Allen York so make sure you check out uh their work on those podcasts and uh who knows you may even hear a Nashville podcast in the near future uh from Ross and Peter's bandmate you just never know Uh, Speaking of subscribing, if you like this, please subscribe on iTunes, please subscribe on SoundCloud, it's totally free, and I'm always appreciative of anyone who shows support for Bitch and Brew. Uh, If you're already subscribed, then maybe leave a nice little comment on iTunes, or share it with your friends, tap out a nice little tweet or Facebook post, please just do whatever you can to spread the love and spread the word about Bitch and Brew, I don't do any of this through any sponsors or any funding, uh, purely just off the back of your kind words on social media. Um, something else I should mention as well, Cheap Meat, Ross's band. Their debut EP is called The Parts That Show. It's out now on Hassle Records. It's an absolute stonker of an EP, one for you fans of uh, slightly power poppy alt-rock and 
there's bands like Motion City Soundtrack and Weezer in there that are a bit of a given, but I think they're just universally lovable, even if you're not massive on those bands. And I'm not just saying that because I'm an intern at Hassle. I say that because they go into everything they do with such an easygoing spirit and a nonchalance, and it's really refreshing. Um, they're also heading out with Decade on a UK tour. So if you're listening to this when it's gone live, they will be playing in Manchester, London, Bristol, Leeds and Birmingham. Uh, that little run starts on the 31st of May. So uh, just a few days time. And if you uh, are listening to this, not, you know, a little bit later to when it's gone out, then uh, just catch them out on the road sometime. They're doing a load of festivals over the summer, including 2000 Trees and uh, Fort Fest. So just make sure you go out on and catch them on the circuit in the near future. Um, before I go, rantonsreviews.blogspot.com is the home of this podcast, as well as uh, the words I write about music when I have a moment to spare. Uh, I do features on there like Late to the Party, where I listen to revered albums for the first time and give my thoughts. I've already done albums like uh, Milo Goes to College by Descendants and Worship and Tribute by Glassjaw. The next one coming up, I did have planned to be uh, smashed by The Offspring, but because I'm off to Slam Dunk Festival next week, and I've just picked up Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card, I think that may have to be the next late to the party. Uh, but I will definitely do Smash by The Offspring at some point. Uh, I also do things like playlists, the RR playlist. I host track premieres from uh, new and up-and-coming bands from time to time. Um, I do reviews of albums and EPs, and sometimes I just throw a lot of shit at a wall and see what sticks. Um, I am on Twitter at Danny underscore Randon. Hit me up with who you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, whether it's musicians or press agents, fellow journalists, music industry figures. We're not just limited to the people on stage here on the Bitch and Brew. Um, if you have liked the Randon's Reviews Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Randon's Reviews, um, if you haven't done that already, you'll know that I've recorded episodes four and five of Bitch and Brew already. Um, episode five is coming in a few weeks, and that features uh, Connor P. Laws, who co-founded Failure by Design Records, one of my favourite uh, independent UK record labels at the moment, working with some great bands out there. Um, but before that, uh, for episode four, I was lucky enough to be able to sit down with those uh, lovely punk rock scallywags in Milk Teeth, who you may have heard of at this point. That was uh, It was actually a really fun one to record and actually quite chaotic. Uh, so tune in when it goes live in a couple of weeks to find out more about that. And uh, how do you know when it's live? Well, I just said a couple of weeks time but very simple just subscribe itunes soundcloud as ever thanks for listening bitch and brew episode four with milk teeth is coming soon and i'll see you cats on the flip flop later oh man i gotta go watch school of rock now